shifting host with me every once in a while we've had our friend Andy on the show yep. and now we have David on the show everyone is always much much taller than Joe yes. that much is a constant well Thank I'm you. wearing heels so it's, it's oh not there. that's so nice and I'm not wearing my <laughs> heels and so I like to keep it shouty mm. yeah Joe is uh he's being a good dad today so we can't fault him for that he has to be there for a performance of his son so and someday you too, David, you too will be taking time off from work for your uh, sure. baby. Sure, that's a thing that I want to do. <laughs> no, Come on. I, love my, I love my daughter. Of course she's, you she's do. A fantastic sweetheart. And if there is some sort of recital or a science fair in the middle of the day, you're going to be the guy that's I'm like, hoping she's going to play hockey. I'm hoping she's going to like. Oh, that you would take time yeah. off for. You're like, blah, 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 ballet. But if you're doing something hockey. <laughs> checking boys into the boards. <laughs> yes, then I will be there. That would, that's actually really sweet, though, um, that you want her to play hockey because more and more girls are getting involved in boys' sports. I went to see um, my nephew play um, baseball the other day, and there was a little girl on the team, and Aww. I was loving it. And she's been there, like, since the beginning. Mm -hmm. She's badass. Like, this little girl's really, really good up at bat. She's really good at fielding, and I'm like, nice. Get it. Yeah. I had no interest when I was little. It was all gymnastics and horses. Like you could not get. Yeah, I had no interest when I was little either. So yeah. <laughs> in softball or baseball. No, I my my dad uh, taught little league, and I would sit in the outfield playing in chalk. So that's uh, you know. Yeah. But then it turned into your creative passions. I'm sure you were thinking yeah. about like what movies you wanted to shoot someday. Exactly. And yeah, that's what it was. We'll go with that. Yeah. All right, David, there is a huge, huge debate Ooh. that is happening on Twitter, and it is heated, and I fall on one side, and I swear to God, if we have a Yanni and Laurel moment... You're not going to like it. Oh, You're not going to like it. Oh, no. It has already begun. All right, and it is about peanuts, butter, and jelly. How do you make your sandwich? Let's 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 start with this. Let's start with this. Where do you stand on crunchy or smooth peanut butter? You know, it's just uh, whatever I'm feeling that day. Typically, oh, I'm a like crunchy guy. You like to mix guy. it up. Yeah, All typically right. I'm a crunchy guy, but it's smooth there or go with smooth. I think crunchy is disgusting. So we're starting off on a bad. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. I don't need that texture in my sandwich. All right. So the debate is: when you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, do you? Spread the peanut butter, then spread some jelly, and then put the plain piece of bread on top? Or do you do jelly on its own, peanut butter on its own, and then marry the two together? I think the correct answer is jelly on one side, peanut butter on the other side, much like in our photo, and then you put the two kids together. This gentleman to my right feels... See. You say it's the correct way, and sure it's the correct way, but doing <laughs> stuff the correct way isn't always the best way. Sometimes you got to get a little dirty. So you put peanut butter on one side, peanut butter on the other side. 
throw a little dollop of jelly on there, smash them both together. I'm going to surprise you. I'm not mad at that. Okay. The peanut butter protection pocket is the, the only other thing that I am completely okay with, where you're just sort of like nesting that jelly in the middle. Well, see, here's the thing, though, is that peanut butter is mostly oil. Jelly is mostly water. You put them sandwiched between that, the jelly just sort of sloughs off. So you got to account for that. You got you to gotta lower your jelly consumption if you're going to do it that way. I won't. And I'll continue to do my sandwich the exact same way that I've done it for my entire life. And it is always actually jelly on the right slice of bread and then peanut butter on the left side of the bread. But this whole, because I put it on our Pop At Culture Detroit Facebook page and people mm. were weighing it and somebody else did it your way, mm -hmm. which is peanut butter, peanut butter, and then jelly in butter. the middle. In peanut the butter middle. is the best part of it. Um, someone else said that they mixed them both up in a bowl and then made their own spread out of it, which that blew my mind, and I kind of want to try. <laughs> that's a that's an extra bowl. I don't want to clean. That's it's true. You are making more work for get yourself. Some, get some goobers and then just stir it all together. Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, they do sell the stripes of jelly and which peanut I butter adore. in one. Yeah. I know. It's just it's absolutely just poison in a jar. But I <laughs> love that stuff. So I don't much. think it's really made out of peanuts <laughs> or fruit. I'm not sure what that is. It's all chemicals, but I would like to eat it, yes. Um, no, mixing them both up together, I think, would be fantastic. Where do you stand on crustables? Is that, or uncrustables? Is that ridiculous? Oh, the, the frozen little, I love the, those things. Do I love you? Them. They're like, it's, it's stupid expensive to buy them, so I don't do it all the time, but I love the taste of them. They're just, it's. Like, you know you have a knife at home where you yeah. could just. Mm -hmm. Just make my own and cut them out. If they came with a crust, I wouldn't care otherwise. It's just the fact that you have this frozen peanut butter jelly sandwich ready to go at any time. Right. I'm selling Smuckers here. Smuckers, if you want some <laughs> face. No, it's just like you just reach in, grab it, and eat it. Especially like when it's still frozen. You will eat it frozen? Oh, yeah. Just like heat up the bread just a little bit with your hands and just go to, go to town on it. Yeah, it's hmm. good stuff. I don't know. It's like a grape sherbet and a <laughs> peanut butter ice cream all together. I don't know how I feel about that. All right, there is another hot debate, and it's probably going to be a literal hot debate mm. on the internet right now. And I'm going to need your nerd skills to help me on this one, possibly a lot. But um, the big debate that is happening is could a lightsaber cut through Captain America's vibranium shield. And this got to the point where Chris Evans, who plays Captain America in the movies now, and Mark Hamill, obviously Luke Skywalker, mm. weighed in on the debate. But do you believe that a lightsaber could cut through vibranium is basically the question. If we're going by the how vibranium handles like trauma and stuff like that, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it can't. Really? Because basically what a lightsaber is, is like a plasma loop. Oh. And plasma <laughs> cuts through metal by heating it up and making the atoms go faster. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if vibranium is, you know, it doesn't do it to that, then it can't cut through it. It's just how that works. real sciencey here. It's just how it works. Oh, Andy, does Andy well, want to weigh in? Don't forget that the shield isn't just vibranium. It's also mixed with adamantium. That's oh! even worse. Hold on. Nerd, throw down. <laughs> it's also made by a made out of adamantium. It's, it's a mixture together. Which is is that the stuff that's inside Wolverine. the Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, and the Wolverine claws. And so you think vibranium plus adamantium is something that could not be penetrated by a lightsaber? Well, if you want to get technical in the <laughs> Star Wars universe, the Mandalorians had something that would prevent lightsabers from cutting through. <laughs> 
yeah. So I, I don't I don't think Cap Shield's gonna have any problems blocking a lightsaber. Interestingly enough, Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill writes in the Marvel universe. No, I do not think a lightsaber could cut through Captain America's shield. In the Star Wars universe, Luke wouldn't fight a hero, but if asked to do so, he could cut it into a million little pieces. To which Chris Evans answered, sweet, now I have little vibranium ninja stars that I can throw. Yes, please. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know what you and you just said, but it sounds like you think this is not going to work. Although I think um, somebody else looked at the science of it and said that basically the lightsaber would sort of melt the shield a little bit to the point where you could then cut yeah, through Yeah, they did it. like a thing on the, like the Nerdist, whatever, where yeah. if, if they took like the closest approximations that we have in the real world and was like, right. yeah, if you keep it close enough to it, it'll melt it eventually and you can slice through it that way, but it's going to take a while. Right. And meanwhile, you're, you know, you're fighting each other. Yeah, you're fighting. Gonna, it's not, it's not like to... Captain America is going to be like, all right, I'm just going to make a sandwich. You keep trying to melt this thing. I'll be back. A peanut butter and jelly yeah, sandwich. Which way would he do it? And he makes it the way I make it, which is jelly Whatever. on the right, peanut butter on the left. Smack them together. Would that be a no-go with Chris Evans if he made it the wrong way? No. Uh, you, I mean, <laughs> he could. He could even put bananas on there, which I find disgusting. And I would still be like, let's make out. <laughs> he is fan-freaking-tastic. Now. Where do you stand on Miss Scarlett Johansson, another one of the Avengers? Scarlett, she's she's nice. I can I can yes. get down with that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. Right. She's, 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 she's got that. She's got the most beautiful women in the world. But whatever. She's I got that girl next door look, and it's exactly. good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I don't think she thought she was going to have to answer this question, but it was brought up because there was a guy who was a former Scientologist who was just on the Megyn Kelly show, mm. and. Um, I mean, listen, I love learning about cults, and I think that Scientology is, um, that's a bit crazy. Or the people mm -hmm. in it, I should oh, say. Yeah. Some, of, some of the ideas No, it's, it's the cult have, itself is that's a bit crazy. You're, <laughs> you're correct in your first assumption. Some of, the, some of the ideas that they have are not that out there for how they like to solve problems, but the people in it and what they do to other people in it, over the top. So when people leave Scientology, the latest thing that they seem to like to do is to go on TV shows to talk about how crazy it is. Yeah. They had the whole Leah Remini thing where she had like a whole TV series with ex-Scientologists. Some of the people who are like top-level Scientologists who are coming out to talk about things to the point where children are being ripped away from parents and like somebody's wife went missing. They still don't oh, know yeah, where this Yeah, yeah. The, uh... the, like the head of it, the mm -hmm. scavenge, like... Wait, where is his wife? We don't. Is she dead? I'm not sure. She's fine. <laughs> she's in a she's special fine. location. She's in a, she's in a farm somewhere. She's running around with other miscavages. It's, it's right. fine. So this ex-Scientologist guy went on to talk with Megyn Kelly, and there's been a rumor for a long time that right before he started jumping on Oprah's couch and talking about um, Katie Holmes and dating her, mm -hmm. that... Um, He'd gone through his divorce with Nicole Kidman. Tom Cruise was single, not happy about it, and held girlfriend auditions. Not that that like he was actually holding them, but the Scientology people were like looking, like taking resumes for who would be good to be on his arm, who would probably fall in line with his religion, and who would make him look like a good guy, who was young, who was pretty, whose career wouldn't compete with his. Mm -hmm. And apparently, this guy said one of the candidates was Scarlett Johansson. And I don't blame him. 
I, right. I don't blame him. He has eyes, clearly. Yeah. He likes to date pretty ladies. It was Penelope Cruz, I think, was one of his girlfriends. Obviously, Nicole Kidman. Was he dating Penelope Cruz? Yeah, there was a short time when he was dating Penelope Cruz. Because they did Vanilla Sky together. Correct. Yeah. And he went on and on about how he used to like to draw her long baths and how he was this fantastic boyfriend. And yeah. So um, this guy, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, was talking about it. And Scarlett Johansson's like, son of a. No. <laughs> I did not audition to be Tom Cruise's girlfriend. I think I have a little bit more uh, control over my own life. See, I life. believe her. I believe her. She's been very just like, you know, her own woman in Hollywood for a while now. So I, I believe that she stood her ground and was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. Well, see, she's saying that it never happened. She was never approached. She would never do anything like that. Like, I believe her when she wouldn't want to date Tom Cruise. Mm. But I also believe that probably at some point, the higher-ups and the people that were working for Tom Cruise in Scientology probably were scouting for... Because when you're Tom Cruise, it's not like you can go on Tinder. No. Or something. Well, you, you know? could. I mean, it you could. It would end well for you. <laughs> you can't just roll you up to the bar yeah. and be, you know, and be dating anybody. So, yeah, I'm sure that they probably tried to find people for Oh, yeah, him, there was but... a giant Scientology table with headshots all over there and yes, dartboards. exactly. They were moving it around like, mm -hmm. mm, this one, no. There was a hierarchy and, yeah. Yes. How insane they are. Now, Canada is one of the only two countries that has decided to make recreational recreational weed, Willie, we go for you, <laughs> in the fall. Yes, October 17th, it's weed opening day Jeez. in Canada. They're very excited. The cloud is just going to come <laughs> over Detroit from Windsor. We're totally going to get a secondary contact buzz mm -hmm. from Canada. Yep. I didn't even think about that. You're it's right. It's going to be insane. Oh, my God. We are all going to be secondarily high. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, <What's>... secondarily. <laughs> yes. No, but what I think is hysterical is that Canada has had to calm its citizens. They're afraid that there's not going to be enough on opening day. That so many people are going to be running out to these government-run places or non-government-run places to try and get their uh, smoke on. That they are afraid that there won't be enough for everybody. It's Pish like shot. Tiger's opening day. There's going to be enough beer for Tiger's opening day. There's going to be enough weed for pot opening day in Canada. There will be enough bud for everyone to go around. It's going to be fine. I was a little frightened by when I was looking at some of the details. Thanks, CBC. <laughs> Weed legalization doesn't mean that anything goes. The law states people can buy fresh weed, dried weed, cannabis oils, as well as plants and seeds, but there's a 30-gram limit for the amount you can carry in public. Any weed products that are supposed to be administered orally, okay, rectally, I'm sorry, what? Vaginally or topically. And then also any cannabis intended to be used in the human eye is strictly banned. These were options? You've never done eye weed? These are things yeah, that lived. people do. Who puts weed in their eye? Who puts weed in their body? I Unless get... you're trying to smuggle it through an airline or something. Like, who is putting weed in their hoo-ha? No. Well, it's like that thing where people were getting, like, super, super drunk by, like, drinking through their butt. Or I they, feel like the this is the same thing way. With the vodka yeah. But all, still, bad also yeah, bad don't, ideas. Don't do any of that. No. But I see where they're coming from. We're going to get super high. I only have X amount of weed. I'm going to get super high by sticking it up my bum. No! Still not an option. Not an not option. Not for you. No. <laughs> 
I've learned so much about you today. Uh, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just saying I can see Sandwiches, where it comes from. Sandwiches, things you're willing to put oh. in places where sun doesn't shine. I've learned many, many things about David today. Monday's going to be awkward. Sure. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that was just something that flipped me out a little bit while I'm just trying to learn about these Canadians who were super excited about being able to smoke legally come this October. Now, if you look, look up. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's an asteroid. The Finally. The width of Arizona. Thank, the thank your, your deity of choice here that an asteroid is finally coming to end all of this. No, it's not coming to end all of this. It's just going to pass by. Yeah, I still, I'm a little, the fact that we can see this asteroid with the naked eye through, I think it's like the rest of this month, mm -hmm. called Vesta. Hey, Vesta. Vesta 4. Vesta 4. I like to just call her Vesta. Vesta, like, I'm like, you, you're, I'm that you're tight cool. like that. You got that <laughs> yes. first name basis with the asteroid. Exactly. Vesta, the goddess of home and family, which I'm sure you knew in Roman sure. mythology. She has a particularly reflective surface, and that's why we can see her with the naked eye. Mm. It's better with telescope or binoculars or something. But yeah, I still feel like we should have Bruce Willis on speed dial. Like, just in case. Oh, so we're going to do the thing where we send oil riggers up to the asteroid instead of sending astronauts up there and Correct. training them the oil rig, right? Correct. Right, we're going to do that whole backwards thing. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> we can do that. I just don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Hey! We can get, we can get yes. one for that. <laughs> yes, you do. You get a bell long distance. No, I just, is this, I know it's far away. It's far away. It's just that it's coming within distance mm -hmm. where you can see it. But I'm still... It's the little... size of Arizona, and we could see it. Oh, well, it takes us a little shift, a little shift, and you just see the, the, the trail coming in. It's tiny like, oh. bit scared. No, nobody, just me. All hey, right. hey can, you, can you legalize weed a little faster, Canada, yeah! so we can get this? Oh, my God. Can we just be really calm and high for when this happens? <laughs> that, like, I'm going to be totally okay don't, with that. We're not saying this is going to happen. Please don't start rioting in the streets, please. No, I just like to pick a terrifying picture. <laughs> um, when we come back on Pop That Culture... There was supposed to be a huge musical performance on Belle Isle next week, and somebody squashed it, and we will tell you who when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. 
but don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a five-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. where we thought it was going to happen. Sorry. Seven Nation Army. I am Sarah, and normally to my right is my buddy Joe. Today we have Nacho. Today we, have, we have Nacho. I'll take that. That's my name <laughs> yes. now. Nacho. Nacho. Nacho Mama. Not, oh, yeah, Nacho. Yeah. Nacho. nacho. There we go. We'll make a t-shirt that says Nacho. It's, uh, it's our buddy, our pal. It's David, who you often hear yelling at us from uh, off screen oh. <laughs> while he's helping us run the show. And sometimes off screen. And sometimes on screen. Sometimes on screen. He will make appearances on screen. <laughs> yes, he will. And today he's making a full appearance Ooh. on screen. Hi, David's parents. Uh, yes. Yeah. So just yesterday we were talking about the fact that there was this random group called Rockin' 1000 that was putting out the call for as many musicians as possible to come and do Seven Nation Army on Belle Isle on July 3rd. Which sounds like a terrible time to begin with, really. It because just a cacophony of just all these different there's no like people rhyme who have or reason never rehearsed just together. people who just have an instrument and can play it are allowed to show up whether it's an accordion or a harpsichord or whatever it's just cacophony of just yeah. seven nation army it could have been terrible and it might still be terrible but it's going to need to be terrible not on belle isle uh because the company who put in the permit was actually CBS and The mm -hmm. Amazing Race. The, we had heard that this was going to be aired, this performance, on some large American television network for some big show, which was very vague. And yeah. we didn't know what that was or what C that meant. CW50. Yeah, but as it turns out, flipping The Amazing Race, yeah. that is a big show. That, that is. is a big network. That would have been fun to have. Yeah. So they did get a permit, but didn't really tell the people running Belle Isle exactly what they planned to do. They just said, we want to shoot on this day at mm -hmm. your park. And they're like, well, all right, that's cool. And then when they found out there were going to be like thousands of musicians just stomping around on Belle Isle, they were like, not cool, bro. Come on. Can't shoot here. See, we had the, the Grand Prix there multiple times. Right. And there was a whole deal about noise and ripping up the road for that. Yes. You can't just have a few thousand musicians just... <laughs> Clearly yeah, not. What's shaking, Bacon? Italy did it with the Foo Fighters. That's true. Well, so that's where this group started is with that big performance of the Foo Fighters song. And so now they wanted to do this one with Seven Nation Army. And I guess the people, the Belle Isle people are like, we'll help you find a different location, but you are not doing it on our part because we don't want that to happen. So It's very silly. If you were one of the people who had put in an audition tape or looked into doing this next week on the 3rd, um, it's still going to happen. We just have no idea where. Now, we also showed you the footage of the guy that was riding on the hood of a car with one hand, talking on a cell phone on the other hand, while a woman was driving him down a freeway 70 miles an hour in Florida, because of course Florida. My hero. While somebody else on the other side of the roadway was then filming all of the action going down. Mm -hmm. And we had so many questions. 
How did this start? How did it end? How is he holding on with just one hand and actually able to talk on the phone while he's going speeding down the freeway? And surprisingly, we got them answered pretty quickly. Yeah. In regards to this. Yeah, arrests will do that. Um, <laughs> this situation is this whole domestic thing that's going on. So this is the girlfriend mm -hmm. of the guy whose name is Junior. And Junior and this young lady uh, live together still, but they have broken up. This is what I don't understand. She said she wants to try and get a restraining order for him. She still doesn't trust him. How do you get a restraining order when you're still live living together. in the same house? Like, and you, I, don't, I, I don't restrain you from being, you know in the bathroom at the same time as me like or in the kitchen at the same time they'll as do me. that thing like, they did in the old sitcoms where they just paint a oh, line down the yeah. house the brady brunch was it duct tape what did they use like down the middle of some the like yeah so we were like duct tape and it was like mm -hmm. you stay on your side and i stay on my side and you put like a duct tape around the child yeah. so Pre you, yeah pretty so much you share custody there so they do have a child together and they share custody of the mercedes-benz as well yeah. she was trying to say that <clears throat> the car is hers but he's saying we actually co-own this car and he didn't want her to take the car. He had something he needed to do. She's like, well, I need to pick up our child. Uber. And you're not going to stop me from picking up our child. Uber. So she got in the car, and he was standing there trying to stop her from leaving, and she kept on going, and then he ended up, like, on it, holding on, and calling 911. Well, see, so according to the story, like, he got on it, but he had ample time to, like, to get, get off. Because she, like, was stopping at stoplights and stop signs. She could just roll off. He decided to hold on the entire time. He did not want her to have that car. Yeah. Again, and Uber. <laughs> Call an Uber. It's the point. It's the point of not wanting her to take the car. She was still taking the car. And you want to like, show up in the Beamer. That's, well, that's you're what You're not stopping me from picking up my baby. So finally, um, they did get to a point where he finally did stop and roll off the car and get into the car. Into the car. Into, after this huge fight. And he's calling 911. He's telling people he thinks she's trying to kill him. She thinks that he's going to cause injury to her. And he still gets into the car. Cops are called. She's arrested. She makes bail. Now he doesn't want to press charges. They are a mess. Yeah. That really the moral of this story and all the details that we needed and we probably could have figured it out I'm, ourselves. I'm not surprised by that though. Usually when something crazy this happens, especially in like the public eye, they never press charges. It's in their couple. It's like it's it's insane. Because that's just their dynamic. They're just, yeah, they're just crazy. <laughs> they're just crazy. Oh, this this is crazy. This next thing mm. that we're going to talk about is crazy. There was a flight that had to make an emergency landing because some dude smelled so bad. Like really bad. Like more than normal. Really bad. And so it sort of seems like, oh, that's kind of funny that some guy is so smelly. He's got such bad BO that we had to make an emergency. People on the plane were fainting. Vomiting. From the smell. And the pilot's Close. like, I guess we've got to land this bird because <laughs> I'm putting... <clears throat> my passengers in harm's way there's like a medical emergency because this smell is so bad from this guy well because it's recycling the air too and it's like oh <sighs> i'm sure it was getting into the cockpit and everything too yes he can't fly that plane if he has <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so but what's crazy is come to find out a month after this happened it wasn't just that this guy insisted on not taking showers or wasn't wearing deodorant he had necrosis he had flesh on his body that was actually dying mm -hmm. and he had no insurance and no way to help himself so he was just living with this 
And that's what the smell was from, not from, you know, just really regular Really depressing old... and really scary, actually. Yes, that this is a thing. That you just get necrotic tissue and just pass away. Like oh, my God. Yes, the body's tissues die after being starved of oxygen. It can be caused by injury, infection, frostbite, and deep vein thrombosis. Mm -hmm. And it can be treated, but this guy, again, didn't have any insurance, so he couldn't get it treated. And so that's how you die? So is that was... your flesh is just slowly, like, shutting down? So he was actually a relatively well-known Russian musician. Oh, really? Yeah. And he did, like, a shoot at, like, a beach or whatever. And he went to the doctor and was like, no, you didn't get anything bad. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. And so... And he gets on that plane and all of a sudden... Gets on that plane and a month later... Stinkola. Mm. Oh, my God. What a, what a crazy and terrifying... I'm surprised we haven't had more horror movies that are about something like this. <sighs> yeah, because just, it just starts. That's Insidious. it. You can't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Also insidious, the stink that was coming from Solo. Ooh. Nobody Ooh. went to go see it. I mean, some people did. It actually, it probably wasn't as bad it was, as it was being made out to be as far as the, uh, the numbers and the box office. But I'm a little nervous about what I heard, which is that, A, there's going to be an Indiana Jones 5. Please yeah. don't. Please don't. And that, B, the person writing the script, or at least doing a rewrite of the script, is the guy that wrote Solo. I don't get it. I don't get it. Because usually in Hollywood... You can always go, okay, they did this because of money. Right. But what's the, what's, the, what's the reason here? There's no, I don't get the point. The only thing that makes me feel slightly better is that the person that he's replacing is the guy that wrote the script for Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull or the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which was a giant ball of poop. That was a terrible movie. And so thank God we're at least replacing that guy. Is he replacing George Lucas? Well, Steven Spielberg is going to be directing again, so he's finally going to be behind the director's chair for this final run of Indiana Jones. So Spielberg's behind it, and they don't have the guy who wrote the script for Crystal Skull, and we don't have to deal with Shia LaBeouf. Then those things are in our favor. But the fact that this guy who did Solo is now taking over, I don't know why they chose him out of all people. It is, you go from a box office bomb and then a bunch of suits in a boardroom, like, you know who would be good to write this? Get the guy that wrote the script for the movie that didn't come. That tanked and is yeah. killing the Star Wars franchise as we speak. Yeah. The the movie that made us put other movies on hold because of how terrible it was. Exactly. Are we going to get a spin-off Boba Fett solo movie? No. no. Are we going to get a movie just about the backstory of Obi-Wan Kenobi? No. That's not going to happen. People Why? Are <laughs> yes. People wanted to see Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi again, and now they are upset, and I feel for them. Although, the Boba Fett movie I was kind of excited about, but do you really want, like, a whole movie just about Obi-Wan Kenobi? Do I want it? No. Well, you're not a Star I don't, Wars I don't person. want, yeah. okay, so, like, in, in the realm of Star Wars and, and all the lore that goes there, I don't see why people are so goo-goo-gaga about Boba Fett, and why people would want, like, a solo movie about Boba Fett. Because, I can see Obi-Wan. Because he seemed like a badass, mysterious bouncy hunter. But he died in a stupid manner and had like a total screen time of five seconds. You details, don't know anything about it. Details, details. Okay, <laughs> it's that dark, mysterious. He's got that, he's got that chiseled jawline. It doesn't say anything. Yes. Uh, there is a comeback that I am super excited about. Mm. Were you a Beavis and Butthead fan? I was. 
Were you excited when the show came back in 2011? Not really, because I know the magic wasn't there anymore. It's, no, it was not. That magic was not there when Beavis and Butthead came back. It was like, that was very much a thing of the 90s, and you can't exactly. revisit it. Exactly. Although, they have found a way to bring them back. It's like a, it's a, it's like a one-night-only performance, although actually it's being shown over and over again. But they have found the right way to reuse Beavis and Butthead. And we will show it to you when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Pop That Culture, we have a very special episode where Joe is missing. And, we're and we don't know where he's at. We don't know where he is. That kid just didn't show up. No, we knew. He has a, a special family event today. And so we have Nacho, David. Nacho. Nacho. Today, Nacho is played by David. So thank you for uh, coming in and helping out and keeping Pop That Culture going and going thank and going. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so always nice. fun to be here with you guys. Yay. And you are a Beavis and Butthead fan. I am a Beavis and Butthead fan. And before the break, we were talking about how they have found a way to bring them back that is better than what they did when they did like a whole run of the series in 2011. Yeah. So this is brilliant on the part of the group Portugal the Man. They're like, you know what we need? Because their song Feel It Still was a monster hit. Yes. So Insanely. Uh, pretty much every radio station is playing it, no matter what they're 
yes. context-wise. To the point where I'm sure the band was sick of it. They were like, if I hear, if, if we have to perform <laughs> Feel It Still one more time. I mean, and I'm sure. So they're on tour now. Mm -hmm. And I, I would imagine they close the show with it, like right at the end, or it's an totally encore song. Or, I mean, you Just have to do it. Um, but they're like, you know what would be fun? If we completely made fun of ourselves while we're on tour before the show to let the audience know that we know yeah. that we're sick of it too. So they're like, what if we have Beavis and Butthead make fun of our video for Feel It Still? It's and genius. It is genius. It is spectacular. So if you've missed Beavis and Butthead, here is a little bit of them making fun of Portugal the Man. <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> the man. <laughs> Whoa! He... Is that a crime scene? <laughs> this whole video is a crime scene. <laughs> Look at his mustache. <laughs> what a dork! <laughs> when you have complicated facial hair like that, I think it means you have, like, problems. <laughs> She's misunderstood. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sucks. Whoa, whoa, hey, fire! Yeah, fire! Fire! Whoa. Fire! Fire! Shut up, Beavis. <laughs> I just love what he said. Well, you have complicated facial hair. I agree with like him. That. I agree with him. You have problems. You have problems. Yes. You spend way too much time on that. <laughs> But then you, have to, you have to realize that this is, I don't know if they helped in like the actual writing or anything, but that Portugal the man was like, no, 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 go in hard. Like, make I fun would of hope, my. I would hope that they just like hair. do what you want. They're just, we're going to end on this note, so try to make it yeah. reach there. Yeah. Because the second half of, of the video is all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, they're so terrible. They're actually brilliant and they're genius and they're the best band ever. And so. That's what get play, gets played now before uh, each of their shows as Portugal the Man is on tour. It's just really fun to be that, that self-relevant, you know? It's to like, yes. okay, I see, I see how terrible this is, so yes. here you go. Here's a little piece of that. It's the best ways to make fun of yourself, for sure. Um, and there was something shocking online that I don't think anybody saw coming. I don't think one person saw this coming, <laughs> which was Tom Brady commenting on a super dirty meme that was on a particular website. <laughs> I mean, listen, Tom Brady is married to a supermodel, Giselle mm. Boonshin, so I don't think a lot of people can blame him, yeah. but Barstool Sports on Instagram posted this picture, so we'll put it up. And uh, <laughs> yes, when Bay gets out of the shower, looking like a snack. Hungry, hungry hippo. Cute meme. Cute little. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. It looks cute. He's biting. I'm pretty sure it's terrible for the hippo involved, but it's cute. Biting that butt. Yeah. But the actual, the hashtag, I don't even know if we can say the hashtag that goes with it. I don't think we can either. Pro okay, then we won't. Uh, but anyway, so there's a dirty hashtag that's about where the hippo's mouth is. And so in response to this, Tom Brady, which who knew he followed Barstool Sports on Instagram, but clearly he what does. What else he going to do in the offseason? <laughs> That's true. Um, actually had uh, crying, laughing face, crying, laughing face, crying, laughing face. Yep. So clearly, 
when Giselle Boonchin's boonch is super clean right out of the shower, Tom Brady likes to get up in that. You can't blame him. I, I, that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, if, you're, if you have a Victoria's Secret or a former Victoria's Secret angel stepping out of the shower, I don't think you're anybody... That, you're that hippo. I mean, that's... You're that that's, hippo. That is, that's... That's how it goes down. That's how it's going to happen. So. Well, the fact that Tom Brady is just, you know, flipping around on his phone, just like looking at memes on Barstool Sports. I'm sure and he's following this is the well. one that he decides stops to here, comment on. Exactly. Crying laughing emoji three times. Yeah. Plus his comment on his wife's behind. Yep. So we haven't heard anything from uh, Giselle Bunchen herself on whether she's like, yep, you like to get right on that butt right when I'm out of the... Uh, the old shower, but yeah. So Maybe now that's we... why he was so upset about Deflategate. He's just like, <laughs> no, there's no deflation there. Nope. It's nice and full. Mm-hmm. Firm. That's how I like it. Inflated at all times. Now, there is a special thing that has come out from The Rock, and I'm hoping that it's like magic, because he has launched new workout-friendly headphones and a special workout playlist on Spotify. I am assuming... This is, is how hot. it goes. He is. I'm sorry. He is a very <laughs> beautiful man right there. I'm assuming if you wear those headphones and you play his Spotify workout playlist, that you will immediately be that jacked. Like, that's how it works, right? I would hope so. Yeah. Like, you just one rap. Rock. I'm sorry. One rep and you're like, ah, Hulk smash. And all of a sudden, poop, 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 poop. But this is, this is a problem that, you know, probably even I have. I don't work out. But headphones that just stay on your head. What is the issue? Make them work. I, you know what? I don't even try. You just give up? Yep. I, and I, clearly he thinks that uh, this is the solution here. And so <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah, branching out the rock, he has his own special headphones. Also branching out are the people at Hoverboard because they've decided it's not enough to have something that looks like a skateboard. Now they have a version, these e-skates that you have separate little hoverboards for each of your feet. This is a disaster yes. waiting to happen. All, all I see in this picture are broken ankles. Yeah. That's it. It's. Have you ever tried a hoverboard? No. I'm I, scared. As you should be. I, I almost died. Like, I could not. Trying to actually, like, figure out how you can get on and then keep it going forward and not fall and look yeah, like cause a Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a moment. You have to, like, lean into yeah. it and stuff. Yeah. Like no. a segue I could do just getting on a hoverboard. Like, I had someone holding my hand as I'm, like, getting on the hoverboard and trying to make this thing. We had it at our office and trying to make it go around the office. It was also super embarrassing because this happened right in front of our big CEO. Me having absolutely no coordination whatsoever no grace. on this hoverboard, but yeah, no, I couldn't do it. And so you're trying to tell me that you want me to somehow be able to balance on my one foot and then finally get my foot on a separate and individual hoverboard for the other foot. These are pretty much just two hoverboards. You're just creating yeah. two hoverboards. And you, I can, I can only imagine how many people, how many more ER visits there are going to be because of these new hoverboard skates that are coming out, but we'll see. They feel like that's what people want. Were you were you a rollerblader, roller skater at all? I was, uh, yes, when I was little. I liked the four-wheeled old school skates and going to the roller rink. And then, yes, I definitely liked the uh, rollerblades, like high school and college age. Mm. And then at one point, we tried to get my mom to learn how to use rollerblades. 
And it might be one of my favorite pictures ever, where my sister's on her 10-speed, I'm on my 10-speed. We have our mom between us, because we were riding next to her while she was trying to learn. Mm -hmm. And she has her little helmet ah. on, and her little elbow pads, and wrist guards, and knee pads. And she's like, hey. Screaming at the top of her lungs. <laughs> I'm going to die. No, exactly. Yeah. No, I used to I used to rollerblade. Um, I mean, not like jumping off stuff and everything, but I used to rollerblade around the block and stuff like that. I could never get the coordination behind stopping i would i would always just run to the grass and i'm yes! sure i've like destroyed my rollerblades doing this but it was the only way i felt comfortable stopping i did it the exact same way grass tree mm -hmm. like the grass oh, yeah, is slowing down and, you and then the... you just hold the tree and you stop yourself no yeah i couldn't i mean the dragging the foot behind yourself to try and do like a t-stop yeah, eh. yeah no i also not skilled at that so yeah if you want to try the little hover skates, you can, but you're going to be taking your life into your hands. There is new news for something that I think people will probably be excited about, which is I'm that sure. if you like doing Instagram stories, which it seems like people do, now you're going to be able to add music to your Instagram stories. See, I don't, I don't get this. You don't, like, get, you don't get music with your story? I know, I get that. But the licensing issues alone is just like, how are they going to take care of this? Yeah, the feature is out as of now. And they'll let users add music to stories via a new music sticker, which will be right next to the GIF location and other sticker add-ons. And they have a library of thousands of mm -hmm. songs. Popular songs, like decent songs yeah. that people would want to put on their Instagram. It's not just like, you know, those weird ones that you have to like... Floyd McCloud, whatever, where you have to like give him permission. Or like to... kids' bop versions right. of things. It's actual like legit Real. music. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. And you can preview it and you can pick the song before you shoot whatever you're going to shoot for your story. So you can kind of have the two things go together before you're doing it. But I, I like the direction they're going. No, it's super legit. Like, but like I said, like the licensing issues, like it's just. It's a not, minefield. It's not like they don't have any money. They've got 400 million people that are daily users of these stories. So I think they've got the cash to pay uh, for the licensing for these, for these songs for Instagram. But yeah, so that's something you can play with, I guess, over the weekend if you want to do that. Are you a big Instagrammer at all? Um, I like using Instagram, but I, I'm not really into stories, which, again, because I'm just, I'm, I'm too old for this crap, <laughs> David. Jesus. <laughs> Because I've been, I've been like, like Instagram and like Snapchat and all that stuff. Like mm -hmm. having like the time to just pull out your phone and like I don't care, I'm busy. I want you to be on Snapchat, and I want to know what filters David would actually choose to have. Like, are you a star halo or a flower crown? I'd kind be like of a the guy? puppy dog or, with the face and bunny. the ears. Oh, the bunny too, yeah. Ah, David would be a bunny. Mm. If he's a Snapchat filter, David would be a bunny. Andy looks horrified. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't want to see As he should be. with any of these filters. No, no, no. It is going to be insanely hot this weekend. You have two things not to look forward to. The fact that it's going to feel like it's 105. And then also, I think people were sort of confused about the whole 4th of July thing. Like, because it's in the middle of the week, do I do something for 4th of July the weekend before 4th of July? Or do after. I do something for the weekend after? 
but apparently people are flying to do stuff for the 4th of July. TSA said that today is going to be even worse than Thanksgiving. Really? Spring, which is so weird, right? Like, you wouldn't think that right before 4th of July is when they're going to be... Just giving up and it's like, well, yeah, whatever. It's Wednesday, but, you know, we're taking off. See yeah, ya. so people are just doing the whole 4th of July week. And so, yeah, air travel today is going to be bananas. And TSA is like, better get your ass there <laughs> earlier than you thought you were going to have to. Because, Four hours. Yeah. At least. Night. Mare. But yeah, are you actually, well, with Le Bebe, he's probably not going to be doing much for 4th of July. I'm sure she loves fireworks. So, yeah, she does love fireworks. But we, in our neighborhood, like the people behind us always like go out and buy a ton of fireworks. And so we just sit in our backyard drinking and then watching them shoot off fireworks because why go anywhere else with a baby? Like it's. I mean, yeah. Uh, there were people who were about a block over from where I live who were doing a full show last night that I got to see. I had a, 11 o'clock at night and was like, go to bed. It was 11 o'clock at night. And I had a cat that was like plastered to my side the, the, the whole time. We just did not understand what was going on. I feel so bad for people who have dogs who are just like flip. I have a friend who had this huge golden retriever who would try and hide in the bathtub every time mm. it came to this time of year and everyone's doing all of the mm. fireworks. My dad has three Great Danes. And they hate and it. And they hate this time of the year, yeah. especially one. He's a big ol'. He's a big old one, and he cannot be left alone while people are firing off fireworks. Otherwise, I believe happen. it. Now, oh, when we get back on Pop That Culture's exciting news, if you are a Taco Bell fan, they are doing something in honor of an anniversary that a lot of people wanted, and we will tell you what it is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today. To new radio media the new radio media app is now available for download in the apple and google play store just search for nrm streams for unlimited access to archived live new exciting and unique content welcome to geektainment weekly all for free do it now stay connected <laughs> And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. 
Thanks for reminding I'm me, sorry. Sarah. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. That's, that's my gift to you, is reminding you that you still have a lot of crap to do this weekend. If that's you thought okay. you were going to rest, that's okay. not so much. But there is an announcement from Taco Bell that may be my other gift to you. I don't know how you feel about this. Taco Bell. They're bringing back nacho fries. Oh, man. Have you had the nacho fries before? <gasps> so good. I believe it. They're so good. I need to, as of July 12th, I will be able to try them. Because they brought them back, or they had them earlier this year. The yeah, and they push. were supposed to be like a test thing, and then they sort of disappeared. I don't know if they just didn't do well. Or, or if they're just trying to pull a McRib on us, where they want to have it only out for limited amounts of time, and then pull it back again, so that there is a desperate need and a want for them. Okay, so the McRib, I understand. You know, yeah. you know how the McRib works, pretty much? The Basically, when pork prices go down, they make the brick rib comes out. Is that it's, what it, it is? Yeah, it's all about supply and demand with pork pork bellies, pretty much. I did not know yes, that. that is, that's what that's connected to. Okay. So, so now not, I need to watch, like, the stock market? You do, <laughs> like, and you'll know when the pork. Brick rib is coming, yes. But with this, we know potatoes are cheap, Taco Bell. You know we can just make them anytime. You're not fooling anybody. So if you're trying to pull a McRib, you're just pissing me off. Why are you being so stingy with the nacho fries, Taco Bell? So they are bringing them back, as we said, on July 12th. And this is sort of to coincide with the 25th anniversary of the film Demolition Man, which mm -hmm. in that movie, the 1993 sci-fi movie that had Sylvester Sloan, Sandra Bullock, and, oh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Out of control, Wesley Snipes. Out of control. In that movie. Ridiculous. Um, so in that year of the movie, 2032, all restaurants are Taco Bell. If you could choose only one fast food place, like if all of the other ones went away in some future post-apocalyptic world or whatever, where we could only have one fast food left, of them, which would you choose? It would be Taco Bell. Actually. It would be Taco yeah. Bell. And I, I would have, I would have not said that before they came out with their breakfast menu. Have you oh, had their breakfast at all? I, I'm way behind on my belling. It is incredible. It is like their breakfast, like crunch wrap, is yeah. like sausage and hash browns and cheese and and they eggs. They put the hash brown in your and, sandwich. Yep, and they fold it all together, and it's incredible. I am always a fan of making breakfast foods just one thing, as I've mentioned. The McGriddle just blew my mind that you put the syrup in the pancake, and the pancake is the bread of the sandwich. It's better than the McGriddle. Better than I the know. McGriddle. I know. That's, that's some... With the hash browns already in the sandwich. It's like a, it's like a whole breakfast just wrapped just up in wrapped a wrapped up thing. in a thing, and it's so good. All right. And like... Like I said before that, I probably would have said like McDonald's because I like their breakfast as well. Yeah. And breakfast is important. Like fast food restaurants, I'm sorry, but if your breakfast sucks, I'm not going there. Like mm. that's that's an important meal of the day. You have to have breakfast. See, because I think my answer would be Arby's if I could only Ooh, if I could only roll out and have one fast food restaurant like in Demolition Man. They have the meat. They do. They have the meats, and the meats are delicious. You know what, you know what I miss about Demolition Man and all the time. 
are the, are the wars. Like, this was the uh, the franchise wars or whatever. Right. And we had the cola wars and right. the console wars. What, are, what wars do we have now? We just have sad wars. We just have real, real wars. Actual, like, human want, casualties. The, I just want, like, the, potatoes the, fighting the, each other. Oh, I mean, the potato wars. <laughs> yes. Do that. Exactly. So with this big anniversary, not only are they releasing the nacho fries again, but also with the San Diego Comic-Con, they, for, I think it's like a week or so, are going to have a temporary but futuristic Taco Bell that people can visit. Which I don't know exactly what happens. Screw the Comic Con! You... <laughs> I want to go down there just for the Taco Bell. You want to go to Future Taco Bell? I want to go to Future Taco Bell. <laughs> the future is now. You want to find out what it is. So, so fun fact: uh, Taco Bell wasn't as big in the European market. So when it got switched over to um, Europe, they made it Pizza Hut. What? Because that was another Yum brand thing that they could use. Huh. Yep. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Now, this next thing, uh, I'm, you don't care about at all, but I was actually okay, excited so, to find no, out. No, I do. I do because, let me tell you, well-endowed women have had it bad for so long. This is true. There's so many things you can't wear. There's mm -hmm. so many things you can't do. It's true. And I've, I've been firsthand witness to all of these, so <laughs> I, under, I understand the plight of the big-chested woman. Well, there is a lingerie brand named Bravissimo. And they did um, a uh, April 1st, April Fool's Day joke where they made it look like they had invented a pool floaty that had literal cup holders, like a place to put your big boobs if you want to lay on your stomach while you're on the pool floaty. And people were so sad that it was not a real thing and that it was just an April Fool's joke. Bravissimo was like, you know what? We will make those pool floaties As for you. As they should have. As they should. So now for the rest of the summer, Big boobed girls, if you are looking for it, it now exists. You can order a pool floaty where you have a place to put your boobs. I'm not, I'm not calling her out or anything, but I don't think she needs that. I, <laughs> it could just be the way this picture is and the way that the that, that tank top is holding up her, her. Yeah, I think she's wearing a suit that's just like just, really uh, right, Just that's retching them totally back. Totally like holding them down. You know who's going to hold down the fort for the next two hours? Craig Folly. Craig Folly. He sure is. So enjoy your before the holiday weekend, and we will see you with actual Joe and not not Joe Joe Sorry. on Monday on Pop That Culture. But thank you, David. Thank you.